Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of In the Gutters. This is your most excellent host. Thank you. No, I'm joking. Uh, this is uh, Turk182. And Wallcrawler1. All right. All right. And uh, again, welcome to the episode of In the Gutters. And today we are talking about, um, well, okay, so let me start off here. We found Superboy Prime. We kicked his ass. I know you were like, you know, you didn't kick. So yeah, we did. We did. Because we're awesome like that. And you know what we had on our side that everyone else didn't have? Erasers. So we kicked Superboy Prime's ass. And now we are back to talk about the Suicide Squad. What's the color over there? What is your bias against Superboy Prime? <laughs> what? What is your bias against Superboy Prime? I don't, I don't have anything against Superboy Prime. I was just saying, uh-huh. I mean, you were like, yeah, how could you beat him? Well, because I had an eraser. That's how I could beat it. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a real person. I'm a real boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So yeah, uh, we are back to actually this time really talk about the Suicide Squad. This time and for sure. This time for sure, yes. And uh, what we're actually going to talk about uh, is... As we said, the Suicide Squad uh, book that you were really into and you're really digging, you actually talked about it on uh, one of our just uh, previous podcasts. Uh, we were going to make our or just uh, pick the people we would have on our Suicide Squad team. So uh, I know because uh, because you do have a, a love for Suicide Squad and you've been reading the, the most recent uh, incarnation, I'm going to let you start. And I don't know if you already have this a part of your team. I'm going to toss it out there just in case. Who is the uh, the main leader, the boss of your Suicide Squad team? Is it Amanda Waller or is it somebody new? I kind of took this assignment as like, well, what would I do if I wrote it? And it's kind of unconventional. So I've got a group that I quick kill off pretty quickly. And there's a reason I do it. And it's the first four issues. And then the rest of it's the main team. And it leads into mm. everything. So... Do you want me to tell you what I did or like, cause uh, it's two different teams, huh? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Well, I just thought it'd be kind of funny to do the suicide squad and just make them the Royal flush game <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I had four issues named out. It's like old 52 jokers, wild, not playing with a full deck. And then it goes to house of cards and they're all dead by the fourth issue. <laughs> Because, of course, they feel like a house of cards. Yeah, exactly, exactly. ba ba ball. But, like, uh, I, I thought that'd be kind of funny because, like, they, they, they're they're not that terrible, but they're not that great either. So I don't think you no. could sustain a whole series. But it'd be kind of funny just to see them get taken out. I think that I actually think you'd get some sympathy for them, and it might elevate them if you did them cool, you know? So then well, after I, that, when you scratch all oh, of that but, off, then I've got I'll say, be, before Before you get into that, though, I was just going to say – um, I but your like your your points about the the Royal Flesh Gang, and I know some people have probably done some great things with them, but they're not really meant to be a <laughs> a great group of people. No, no. But, uh, the uh, the I think the best thing that's ever been done with them was the uh, Giffen De Mateus run of uh, Justice League mm-hmm. when they were there. But they but even then they were like these are not good villains, and we're just yeah. using them to make this stuff happen. <laughs> Uh, and, and then, um, but they were, and like, they weren't good, but they made a good, uh, couple episodes of Batman Beyond, if you remember those. No, yeah, they, they, um, they're, they're, they, 
they've got possibility and they look kind of cool, but yeah, they're, they're not sustainable or to be taken seriously at all. Yeah. I don't think they're great. They're possible. great throwaway villains. You remember when I told you that there's no <laughs> bad writers or artists, <laughs> there's no good enough writers or artists. <laughs> So that, that ruins that theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, so, I think I think they're great villain issue artists. I mean, villains. They're villain issue villains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're not for the main. So that that was I was just kind of kidding. Like that, I just kind of pictured that in my head, so I played it out. But anyway, that's here's good. My, I like that. <laughs> here's my Suicide Squad, Mirror Master. He's on the team. Scarecrow, Dollman. Marionette from the Doomsday Clock Mime. <laughs> Blue Beetle. Uh, because Wait. right now he's bad. Oh, Killer he is? Frost, did, did, did the he, Scarab take him right over? Now. Huh? Did the Scarab take him over? He He's basically like, uh, right now he's in charge of the Suicide Squad. That's why I thought it'd be kind of cool. I don't know where they're going to go with it. They may kill him off. But as of right now, he's a bad guy. So I'm kind of making him being punished for what he does in this series. I don't know where they're going with it, but like I'm just kind of picturing him. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to have him as one of the team because he's so in you're talking about now. And it kind of, you're talking Ted about Cord. Ted Cord, Blue Beetle. Yep, oh, I thought Cord. you were talking about Jaime Jaime Reyes. That's why I was like, did the scarab take him over? But wow, Ted Cord. Okay. Yeah, Ted's bad right <sighs> now. And so like he he's basically the guy that's in charge of the Suicide Squad now and messing with them. So I'm kind of having him pay for his trunk, like you know, he gets lowered down and been put on the team. Then yeah, I mean, Frost, yeah, I mean, that 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 makes sense. Uh, you know, you bring somebody back from the dead. Obviously, they're going to be a little little off center. Yeah, Killer Frost and Killer Croc, just because I love him so much. And here's 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 uh, where I'm pushing it, and you may not allow this, but. I'm putting Lobo on the team. And you know how they're doing it? Because you put an exploding thing in his head or whatever, he'd probably be okay. But they do it to his uh, his dolphins. They've got some of his dolphins. They're, they're threatening. <laughs> so they've got, yeah. kind of got them hatched. And that, that's just so I can 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 shoehorn him in. And I know it's cheesy, but it's like, I, I, and if not, if you don't allow, it's fine. But here's my last one, and this is my obscure, weird. And I, I think I think that thing. would work. That's that's a really good reason as to why he, uh, why he would be on the, um, why he'd be on the team. Because or like how you is, how you get him on the team, rather. He's the only <clears> one that that's the only thing you could really get him with because he doesn't give a shit about anything else. So it's like even if he did the promise thing, he would not do what he was supposed to. So that's the only way you can keep him in check. But he's gonna find a way to get out of it. But it's going to take some time. And then yeah. here's my really obscure weird one who's been in the suicide. I don't think she's been on the team, but she's been in the book. Baby Boone. I just thought that she'd be kind of cool. To write it. And that, that's my team. Baby Boone. She's, she can control. She can create. She's like a little kid type character that can make explosions and stuff. Like out of her mind. It's it, She's actually, she's, she's basically one of those uh, uh, child scary type characters you know like 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 they're dark where you would t- wouldn't take them seriously just at face value but like they're they could really hurt you and that's it that's my team. Huh. 
Yeah, where, where when did when was she created? I've never heard of this character before. She um she's she's been in Suicide Squad. I, I I don't know how old she is, but I've only I don't think I've seen her in too many things. But like uh she she's just like this little girl who carries around like a lollipop and like a I think she's got a teddy bear or something and she basically is just kind of like uh think uh was it Myra from the the um what was the animated show uh not the the Looney Tunes the animate not not animated what was the one with uh Buster Bunny and Tiny Toon Adventures oh, yeah yeah Tiny Toons Adventures you know Elmira or whatever the little girl who's kind of crazy yeah. yeah she's kind of like that but she can make things explode with her mind <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, um, yeah, wow. Okay, and she sounds like somebody I wouldn't want to be around at all. Well, and that's the reason I kind of have her on the team. I'm going to kill her off, but it's. <laughs> but but I, I just thought I just had a I just thought it'd be kind of cool to have that type of character, and she does some messed up stuff, and then you have it turn her back around on her because 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 you know how like the whole thing with they they have something that's going to explode their head off. She can do that already. So it's kind of right. cool that she has something that's in her that could do the same thing to her that she could do to somebody else. That's where I was kind of going with that. The irony, if you will. All right. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. I'm, uh, I, I like, I mean, I, it's different. It's a different kind of Suicide Squad. So I guess my next question is, and we didn't really talk about all this, but my next question is, with that particular team, um, like how would you see them like working? Yeah, because Suicide Squad does all kinds of stuff. So they don't just you know sometimes they're going up against sometimes they're uh, you know going to assassinate somebody. Or sometimes they're stopping like uh, some kind of like weird terrorist plot in another country. Or oh, someone you know stole a, a, a dirty bomb. We've got to go rescue it. Or something like that. Or you know you know whatever they've got like a the. The scenarios could be anything, whatever the government needs. And generally, it doesn't normally involve any kind of, like, powered people. Unless, of course, like, it just happens to be like, oh, and our facility is guarded by this guy. So how do you see that team working? Um, the, 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 the way I was picturing it with this one is because, like, not all these guys are big-time hitters or stuff. But Lobo, I thought I was kind of building a lot of stuff around him because I thought it would be kind of cool if, like, um, there was, like, instead of, like, threat to other countries or like um espionage or assassination i thought it'd be kind of cool if they had like a external threat like a alien presence or something that that they had to take on and lobo kind of had to reluctantly help them out a little bit and then oh and i forgot my main main shit my main person who's in charge talia al ghul talia al ghul mm-hmm now, I have to ask, how in the world are you getting Talia al Ghul to be on the Suicide Squad? Because, man, she's got a thing in her brain that can kill her. She has yep. to. But how, how, did you, how did you kidnap Talia al Ghul to put a thing in her head? I don't know. It would make a good story, wouldn't it? You got to admit it would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't just put that out there and be like, hey, it would be a good story. I, I don't know the story, but it's, it's good. But the thing is, I came up with this yesterday. I just put down a list of cool characters. That's the thing, man. You can make the story. It's just I haven't done it yet. You know, it's like, I mean, I'm just throwing out a team. Like, I mean, they're all disposable. 
I mean, you're not going to get rid of Talia Ghul. Of course she's going to find a way out of it. Don't you think that's interesting? Of course she's going to get out of it. That's what makes it cool. It's like uh, a lot of these, the problem with some of the times with Suicide Squad, the guys don't have any brains to get out of stuff. What if he actually had a team that did? That's where it starts to fall apart and it makes it interesting. Of course they're going to toe the line for a certain degree, a certain timeline. It's not like you're dealing with Captain Boomerang or, or Deadshot. You're dealing with freaking Talia Ghul. But the stakes are higher too. If you put her in a position where she's trying to protect the planet that she lives on, do you see? The stakes are higher. Okay. So your guys, so okay, so your guys are not so much domestic threats as they are uh, in, intergalactic threats. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm going with it. Like maybe like a um, the equivalent of like a. I don't know. What are those creatures that were invasion? You know, maybe not the skulls, but something like that. Like not the scrolls, but something like that. Like where they have to the dominators. Um, yeah, something like that. Maybe they could do well, remember there. I was gonna, remember invasion had the Kuns, the dominators, the Daxamites, and I think one other group had all. I think I think maybe even the Thanagarians were a part of invasion. And and the thing is, like like you got an assassin team. You know, it's like uh, they're they're. You know, you got your distractions, and you got the guys that can get in places like Dollman, and and like uh, I mean, their Scarecrow can mess with your mind, Mirror Mask can mess with your like your environment. You see what I'm saying? There's no, I mean, you can do something with anything. That I mean, it's like that's just the fun of it. It's like you just throw out these characters. Well, why are they there? Well, you, you make it happen. Blue Beetle was the, in charge of them, and now he's not, but. If you make it an external threat that's big enough to where it's to benefits them all, and then there's like, well, we'll do this, but then when that's done, but then you got to come up with the next thing. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I you only uh, did this yesterday. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> so, no, we'll, we'll, we're going to check back in with you uh, on a, on a future episode, and you're going to explain how they kept kidnapped Talia. So that would give you more time to kind of write that story. Well, dude, anybody could get Talia. If you think about it, it's like if you knew where she was, all you'd have to do is drug her and she'd wake up and, oh, you got a thing in your head. <laughs> it's like, you can do that to anybody, man. Uh, and, and, until uh, until Damien found out. Well, and there you go. There's another interesting story. You see? I mean, you see what you see? Now you're thinking, I mean, it's like all the things you throw out to say, well, this would go wrong. That would make it an interesting story, don't you think? No, no, no. This is your story. I'm not helping you out. I'm not giving you ideas to make your story. It's your story. You write your story. No, unless you're going to give me, like, cold plot credit. You don't like my suicide squad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think it's pretty good. Um, so, I didn't get a chance to really kind of put as much thought into my team as I really would have liked to. Because we talked about this previously, which is, like, DC villains. Like, wow. What, DC villains like what's a really good DC villain like well in this case what's a good DC villain you could put on Suicide Squad that would that would work you know like uh, so for example like obviously I couldn't use like a like a really big like Batman Superman villain I could put like General Zod on the Suicide Squad that's not gonna work you know uh, no because like, because the only threat you've got is you could kill him and they can't kill him right actually even though he was like in like the the New Fifty Two like there was a whole, I think it was a new fifty-two, or actually might have been Rebirth, where there was a whole thing where they went up against General Zod. And I think it's when 
Captain Boomerang died, and then it turns out that he didn't die or something like that. But yeah, they actually going up against Zod. He was like on the team for a while. Something something weird. I I'm be honest, I really wasn't reading it. And I'll tell you, part of us was kind of when the uh, the New Fifty Two and Rebirth thing and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, Jim Lee was doing like he was doing like every other issue, and if it, or was doing it for like the first twelve issues like that. And I didn't like I didn't like his. Uh, I didn't like the way he drew Killer Croc because I've seen him draw Killer Croc really well. I didn't like the way he was drawing Killer Croc. I didn't like his Carly Quinn design with the beret. I didn't like Deadshot's mask. Uh, I was just like, oh, it just, it was like, oh, I, uh, I, I just, I so missed, I didn't, I, I didn't even, huh? I missed that one. I didn't, I didn't read that run. Yeah. So I, I, I just wasn't, wasn't, wasn't into it. Um, but so try, trying to find like a really good or a really good set of villains that are strong enough, but aren't people that are going to be missed if you take them out of the regular, you know, if you take them out of the their regular duties as being like ex like persons like bad guys. Like, so, for example, if I took Captain Cold um, or Heatwave, one of them put them on there. Well, they're part of Flash's rogues gallery. They pop up on a regular basis. Not that you can't do it, not they haven't been a part of it, but, you know, it's finding the right people that you can use the way you want to. And of course being suicide squad, you know, the, the whole idea is that they can possibly get killed. So I wouldn't bet the, and I think it's one of the things that's kind of with the Harley Quinn being on suicide squad, you know, she's never going to die. She's too popular. Yeah. So like that, that kind of takes away the whole premise of the thing where you're looking and being like, Oh man, I, I never know who's going to die. Right. It it takes all that away. It takes away that that uh, that, that that mystique, you know, that, that tension. But man, anyway, that's just me. So anyway, so I was thinking about it, and I was like, "You haven't watched the Harley Quinn series yet, have you?" Mm-mm. Well, one of the things I really like in the Harley Quinn uh, anime series is Clayface. Now they they really play him up for laughs, but I think he would actually make a really good villain now obviously he's a good guy or you know working with batman and all that kind of stuff but he would actually be great on suicide squad especially for doing like espionage stuff and uh you know we're having to sneak into places uh but for me um uh, how could they you have keep a little the, the device in his head or whatever like how could they keep a explosive or whatever to what, what could threaten him to kill him they probably have to, they probably have to use nanites oh okay yeah i didn't think about that yeah that, that'd be cool or either that, or maybe they'll just turn his whole body into, into instead of being like Clayface, he'd be more like a, like a C4. Like change like the chemistry of his body so he can still do all the stuff he does before, but now he's basically almost like a walking bomb. No smoking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have a child, and I have a child. Um, mine is Clary and the Witch Boy. Hmm. Never even heard of them. Uh, uh, you probably have. You probably just don't remember that you have. And because I don't think that in most of the Suicide Squad books that you ever have a supernatural. Well, you got, I guess, the Enchantress, and the, but you, they never really focus on like what if there's a supernatural threat. Like how do we how do we work that? So how you would get Clarion on the team? I don't know. You have to probably have to do something with uh, uh, maybe Jason Blood helps out, or maybe Enchantress. Who knows what? 
maybe maybe if Enchantress is on the team, she uses uh, something to switch places, and like now he's uh, like bound to them, or, or I, I don't know. It's you know when when you come back and tell your story about how they got Talia, that's when I'll tell my story how they got Clarion. But he's basically a little boy, or it looks like a little boy, and he has like this cat. But the cat is also like this shape changing like demon thing that protects him. So he's always like seen like holding the cat and rubbing it. He's he's almost like, basically kind of like the omen uh, as far as an appearance goes. But with his cat, he's a frequent um, like uh, adversary for Jason Blood and Etrigan. But he's this little witch boy and he's got, you know, witch powers. Witch so boy. Put him- okay, I got a way that okay, I'm sorry. I'm not going to interrupt your stuff. Just give me this. I know how they got Talia. Okay. They got Damien. Uh, Batman's not going to allow that. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant uh, Deathstroke not going to allow that. Well, there you go. <laughs> Maybe they'll get him too. That's what I'm saying. But do you? But the thing is, that's what I'm saying. Everything you're saying as a detriment isn't a detriment. That's a story. Like, of course he's going to come after him. But but when he's got to find out first. He doesn't. He may not know. He's got to know. So then you got like, there you go. You got five or six issues before he shows up. And you're telling me that's not a good story. Suicide Squad fights Deathstroke or Batman? Or Batman or Batman and Deathstroke fights Suicide Squad? That'd be awesome. That'd be kind of interesting. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you had a good idea. I did do it. Thank you. I, I I didn't I didn't actually say that. He I was imitating me. <laughs> it, was, well, it was a good imitation. No, no, it's just what? It was a good imitation. No, I mean it sounded just like me, but that that wasn't me. <laughs> uh, so I think it's funny that you picked Mirror Master, and so did I. You're kidding me, man! No wonder you paused. No. I thought you didn't like it at first because that's funny. Because when you paused at first, I thought maybe you didn't like it because maybe he was too big. No, I mean, well, again, going back to the whole rogues gallery thing, but uh, yeah. he's he's one of those guys that's really kind of underrated as far as he like is, man. you know, it's it's just like again going back to what you said is like the right person can really make him shine. Um, I think Grant Morrison did a good job when he wrote Flash, and he had a nice like a uh, Mirror Master story in there. But Mirror Master is especially for being able to get people in and out of some place, so we got to get in some place. Um, mm-hmm. Mirror Master, bam, he gets us right in there. Um, That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking too. Yeah, so I, I think that uh, I think that he he he'd be he'd be perfect to to have on the team. So, uh, and you know, with uh, with Suicide Squad, these these aren't always the same. The team you're going to send out every time It's not always going to be all right. Let's go, you five guys. You some people won't won't be in this mission because that it doesn't you know it doesn't involve them. Or it's got to be like a really like a small like quick elite troop. Uh, so I'm only going to send in three people instead of like the full like the full crew. So see, I had a big I had a bigger team than that because this is what I was thinking. I was thinking I'm not going to tell you which ones, but I was kind of thinking I had like almost two squads because you know the ones that are expendable. You're not going to kill off Talia, you know, right? But I've got Beard Hunter on there, you know. It's like <laughs> you can you can take him out, you know. It's like uh, and you know, Doll Man. Nobody gives a shit about it. But so so you got your just you got your Expendables, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Mirror Master, 
and Clarion. And, uh, you know, it was, like I said, going back to everything, I almost kind of wanted to look at each person. I thought it was interesting you put Scarecrow in there because I thought about him and I was like, no, I can't, like, I like, I can't see where he would be useful as often. Like, he would have moments where he'd be really useful, but then, but, like, could you use him on a regular basis? Would he really, or would he just be one of those specialty guys? Think about Mirror Master and Scarecrow together, though, you know? Like, that, that, like, with terror mixed with, like, confusion of what's real and not real. Like, that's kind of, think of, like, a house of mirrors with Scarecrow involved. Yeah, but... So I was looking at it as, you know, when it comes down to, you know, when they've got a, you know, when they've got a, like, you know, pull the trigger or throw hands, Sierra Crow's not really a throw hands kind of guy. And yeah. when you, when he shoot, when he's shooting that fear toxin everywhere, especially in a big battle, the last thing you want to do is, is risk, you know, either your people inhaling that because they, you end up shooting it, shot it in their general direction, or they end up running into like a big field of it. And he's there's no way he's gonna inoculate all of them. That's not gonna happen. Well, I mean, if they made him, if they made him, but he would probably just end up coming with one, coming up with one later on that you know wouldn't work or something. So I, I thought about I like I, said, I did consider him, and I actually even thought about, uh, and this was just kind of like a far-reaching thing. I thought about um, uh, penguin. But I not too. Not I was, as, I, he was. He almost made my team. But I, for the same reason you just said, I couldn't see where long term he would really, you know. For add. me, I was. He was going to be the like so. Uh, like if if I've, I'm Amanda Waller and I'm running the team, he's the guy that helps formulate the plans. Like this is what we need to do. So this is your mastermind guy. He'd be the one that would kind of help. Like he would he would go out in the field, but only to a certain extent and he would kind of help like direct things so that way if something went south he would be able to kind of come up with something real quick now that he's like a big strategist but he's a guy that you know that he runs stuff he runs organizations so i think there's something he could do uh so that was uh and we're not we're not going to bring galobulus into this <laughs> Batman, you ain't been hungry since you won that belt. So, um, so I, I was like, um, I, I thought about him, and and I was like, no. But the other person was Solomon Grundy. Oh, that's kind of cool. But the thing is, you can't kill him, man. You can't kill him, but you can still control him. It's like you know, everybody, everybody has something that uh, everybody has has. Uh, a weakness you know they, they they've got a, a pressure point something that you can squeeze so you're talking about talia being on the team maybe talia doesn't have a uh doesn't have a you know a explosive device in her neck maybe she's joined the team willingly because they're like oh if well, you no, don't, we're gonna huh no i've been thinking about it man i was kind of going somewhere go ahead go ahead sorry i was kind of you know, thinking about that anyway because i was thinking about like you know Roz being in charge the whole time like she wasn't really ever in threat. Like that's how she was there. It was because she was like, because she was. They're just using them, you know. Right. For some something, I guess. Got to come up with what. So, 
So, I mean, Solomon Grundy, you have me, it's a suicide squad because you might die in these missions um, because yeah. you're bad guys. So, but what if Solomon Grundy's on the team um, because he just joins the team willingly because he could just do what he wants to do? Well, why would he, what does Solomon Grundy want to do? He's a zombie, right? Yeah. Does he control other people? If he ever does, he can he bite people, and control them? I can't remember. Like he, he's just, or is I, he just a brawler? I think he's just a brawler. Yeah, he's just a brawler. I mean, you and he's I born mean, on a Monday. Yeah, I mean, you give him, you give him like a place, to, a place to sleep. Uh, I don't think he eats, but you give him a place to sleep. You give him, you know, just creature comforts. No pun intended. And you're like, oh, and by the way. You can hurt as many people as you need to when we tell you when, when we tell you to. I mean, hey, I mean, so I was actually thinking about this, like uh, when you told me the whole story about uh, about Deadshot, like having served his sentence and all that kind of stuff, and he no longer was uh, in, like uh, indentured to the, the team. What if Deadshot took over as the leader? And and. The reason the reason that 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 came into my mind was because I was thinking, what does he do? He's a master assassin. That's really all he does. That's what he's good at, and that's what he likes to do. Now, though, I've done my time in the Suicide Squad, so I paid my debt to society. As far as that goes, like I could walk into Gotham and I could just do whatever I wanted to. Batman can't come after me because I've paid my debt. He can't arrest me. He can't do anything to me. But. I still want to kill people. That's kind of how I make my money, right? Like, I can't be dead shot and I you know, went to prison. Now I'm going to go work at uh, Big Belly Burger, right? So, and even if I did, uh, like, I, it's not going to make me the kind of money that I was used to making as an assassin. So what if now I took over as the new, like, chief or head of Suicide Squad, occasionally going on missions, and now I get to keep doing what, I, what I, I'm good at and what I like to do, but it's all legal. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you possibly, I don't know if they're going to do what they're, I think they're going to do, but I think they're going to kill them off, though. But maybe, but, but if they don't, yeah. I could, but he, he wants out of the team, man. He, he wanted off the team. Like, the way they're writing him right now, he wanted off. But, I mean, you can always make stuff work, but. Uh, so I was saying, uh, like, uh, like Floyd may be happy now that it's like, I don't, you know, I want to leave the team and, you know, and I'm good. But when, uh, what's he going to do? Like, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have a lot of money. Everything he had was probably confiscated by the government. It may have been like some, you know, offshore accounts or something, but he doesn't have any skills. He's been an assassin all his life, so he can't work anywhere. No one's really going to hire him. I mean, come on, we, we've got we've got ex-cons that are, you know, people that got out of prison for, you know, like, you know, dealing marijuana and never killed anybody and they can't get a job. Like, I'm sure so I'm not going to hire this guy who's probably killed more people than I can count. Uh, can I get fries with that? <laughs> <laughs> right. So like he's yeah, yeah, that's great for now. But after a couple months and you can't get a job and and not only that, but uh, oh, uh I get, I need to buy a house. What's your credit rating? Credit rating. Um, I got this gun. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah. What? Like, you you can't really do much. That's why I was like, so. 
and and then again, hey, um, like oh, I gotta, I'm so used I gotta to kill- call you in the back here. We gotta we gotta really do something about the mask. It doesn't work with the hat. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's intimidating hey, uh, customers. It's really that would used to be so funny. Him sitting there like getting talked to by like a manager of a Burger King. <laughs> well, he's got his. <laughs> hey, Floyd, I. Uh... <laughs> I need to I need to talk to you here. Um, so uh, you know I love what you do. I, you're 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 a great worker. You're punctual. You're always here on time. Um, you know you're, you're fast. I, I like that. Uh, but the customers don't like the food being thrown or shot at them. Uh, and uh, you're not supposed to threaten them. Um, the guy I just, broke his, uh, chipped his tooth the other night on a, on a spent shell. In the back. What? And and I, I understand you have you have a, 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 a permit to carry, but that really kind of puts people off when you're strapped <laughs> behind the counter. I just yeah, I just uh, you know, yeah. It's like maybe you can it, go get a job at Baskin Robbins. No, no. <laughs> they they always find out. So yeah, so I mean after 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 a couple of months, I mean. Hey, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, can I see guess him. you're right. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, he's gonna need money. And plus, plus, I mean, that's all he's ever done. What else is he gonna do? And I'm pretty sure he kind of likes it. I mean, you you can't kill hundreds of people and be like, it's just a job. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just a job. But I like doing my job. You know, <laughs> so yeah. And being a part of Suicide Squad, it's not like you're being like part of the military. You get to kill all kinds of different people. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that was just an idea I had. So, going back to my thing, Solomon Grundy clearing the Witch Boy, um, uh, Mirror Man, uh, Mirror Master, Master. and and I had an idea, and this was kind of like your your Talia thing uh, or your Lobo thing. You're like, I don't know if you'd allow this or not, but I had this idea of uh, of uh, one of the um, one of the female Furies. Hmm. There's that, uh, and because I was thinking, you know, I need, I need another heavy hitter, and I also need someone that's kind of crazy. So you know, if you, if you are a female fury, and, you know, they've they've cycled through a couple of them since Barda left. Um, if you're a female fury and and you you fail, you're just not doing a really good job. Then generally, you're killed and replaced by somebody else. So what if you have somebody that that escaped apocalypse before that happened? And they've been hiding out on Earth under a different identity. And they just get picked up and now they're put on Suicide Squad. Yeah. It gives you it gives uh, you the strength you need and gives you somebody, you know. So I was I said I was just it was just a, a thought and I was like, yeah, you probably wouldn't allow it, but because it's not a it's not a it's not a a villain that exists per se right now, but I, I wanted somebody that had like a little bit of a like something um something to them. I think it's funny uh, that you didn't give me as much pushback on Lobo as you did Talia. That's what's funny of me, but it's fine. Well, like no, I'm, because, I'm cool with it. It's like hey, the only thing about Furies is I don't know enough about New Gods. Can you insert a device? Or, I'm just see the thing is about Suicide Squad. The reason they're Suicide Squad is you have to have something to be able to take them out. So that's the only thing I'm like, what, what would take a Fury out? Could could you implant a device into them as well? Or, or like, a, or is this another willing member that wants to be on the team? Because they don't. No, really... you can plant, you can plant a device in them because the um, 
because you know not ev- not everybody on Apocalypse is like a super badass, you know. So yeah. you, you have some okay. people that that have like a particular skill, and they may be kind of strong, but it, they're not invulnerable. Okay, that's fine. I'll, I'll allow it. Thank you. I did think mm-hmm. of a Metallo. I thought Metallo would be kind of cool to have on the team. He would be pretty cool. I didn't think about him. And and the thing is, you don't really, you don't necessarily have to put a device in his head, right? Um, yeah, he well, the last incarnation of Metallo that I remember, um, he's not really a character I really followed that much, but he ran off of Kryptonite was his like was his battery, so you only give him enough to let him just like okay, here's here's like a, a chip. It's enough to keep you going, let you do like all the stuff you really really do. But the more energy you expend, the faster you're going to use that energy up, just like any other thing, right? So, I'm only going to give you enough. Like that's really how you control it. You just give him enough just to keep him going. And you got a big mission. I'm going to give you a little bit bigger chunk. That way you can kind of really fight. But you're also going to have to watch yourself to, uh, you know, because I'm going to manage it out to be like, this is how much I think you need. I'm going to give you just a little bit more. Just in case things get hairy, but not enough so that you could, you know, do something potentially dangerous to me. The, um, you know, you said Metallo. I was thinking um, this guy, like, I thought he'd be kind of cool. But then I was like, well, how the basically the thing that they usually threaten to kill him with is what he does shrapnel. But if they did the nanites, like you were talking about, with like clay fights or something like that, he could work mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I actually wanted to look this up and I, I always forget to do it or I just don't really care enough to do it. But, the the character Shrapnel used to be a hero and then he mm-hmm. got turned into a villain. I don't remember, I don't know why or how he became a villain. Doom Patrol. Like, I, I don't remember the exact story, but I know that's where I know him from, where he became bad. Like, uh, it was, uh, it was Eric know, Larson. It was Eric Larson's run where that uh, happened. Okay, because so I was gonna say, you know, uh, you know where Shrapnel came from, right? Hmm. So Shrapnel was one of the people that, uh, when during invasion, when they were, um, uh, let's see, it was during invasion when the Dominators were doing experiments to on humans. Uh, because I'm not sure if you remember this, but there was something that happened, like some kind of like a gene thing that happened that, uh, that augmented some hero's powers and if you remember the uh giffen de mateus run of justice league and, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going strictly off of memory right here but uh a uh, green fire or green flame or whatever her name used to be i remember a lot of people a lot of people got sick mean fire after huh you mean fire yeah but her, her name yeah. was originally something like, like like green fire or green flame or whatever um but a lot of people got sick after invasion because of the whole gene thing that they did, because they were experimenting on people, and uh, she she got sick, and after she got better from being sick, her powers have been augmented. That's also where Maxwell Lord got his powers. He got his powers during that time too, because he didn't have that mind manipulation power until later. Um, uh, so somebody else that was affected, or a couple other people that were affected, and their powers were were increased, or people that got powers. But one of the people that got powers during that time was Snapper Carr. Who, if as I remember it, and where he snap his fingers, he could teleport. Him and a couple other people all end up getting powers, and Shrapnel was one of them. And 
it was in a uh, a one shot book called Blasters that was written by Peter David, I, I believe. And uh, and they were kind of a, a bunch of these people that are kind of like a like a little minor hero team. And then uh, later on, I saw Shrapnel. I was like, is that the same guy? Because he used to be a hero. Why is he now a villain? Um, but yeah, it was, I thought it was kind of interesting. I was like, Blasters, a story written by Peter David. And I, I just always remember liking it um, when I read it. This this is weird too, man, because, you know, we were talking about it ties into Invasion. Like, um, I didn't realize this, this at first, but like, Lobo's first appearance is in Mega Man number three, right? That was 1983. His next appearance, you know, his very next appearance, the second appearance is? What? It's the Justice League International issues with Gardner, man. That's his second time that he appears. And then um, after that, guess what happens? That's when Legion 89 or whatever happens. And that happened right. in Invasion. And that's where he's... That's, that's four years they didn't use him until he came back and then he got the new look, you know, with the jacket and all that. Yeah. He well, he, he had the he had the jacket in uh in um Justice League. He he didn't that's have the Harlequin saying. suit. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like because like, it was it went from the um, Oh you mean four four years yeah, between Omega Man and Justice League. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then so, and then it was invasion and then like you had your legion 89 and then he was on that team and that's what that's that's his progression of the story i was it's kind of weird and then he didn't have the mini series until nine here whatever yep yeah i have to thank lobo for giving me back my guy <laughs> That came out all wrong. I know, I know. All right, well, uh, or, oh, you, or how many other members you got? So, uh, uh, Gizmo hmm. from the Hive. Yeah, because I think you you need you need a tech guy, a guy that can really come up, come up with some really cool tech stuff and create like you some. Say Magui. You know, say what? Magui. No. <laughs> you know, Giz, Gizmo. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you said I thought you said Mogwai, and I was, I was like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I thought you said Mogwai. I was like, no, maybe you said Magfly. I'm like, who the hell is Magfly? I'm like, is that somebody <laughs> I don't know? <laughs> it's Magwai. No, yeah. He he pulls it out and he starts hitting people with it. Oh wait a minute, that sounds uh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> you're not a you're not a real cop. You're just a security guard. Um. Uh, one, two, three, four. I declare a flashlight war. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I mean I really didn't have anybody else. I because I, I I was thinking about it because I really wanted to come up with some. So for me, when I was thinking about it, I wanted to come up with someone that were people that were like on the cusp of being like kind of cool, but then um, that weren't really used properly. But if you put them in a that's the thing about Suicide Squad, you put these people in a team where like it's kind of a no holds barred thing then you really give them a chance to, to really like show what they're capable of. And I was almost thought about somebody like, like Firefly. And I was like, no, cause eh. I mean, how many times are you going to be really want to set people on fire? Right. I mean, it's like, <laughs> we're fighting indoors. <laughs> we're fighting indoors. You're completely useless. Whatever you do, don't, sh- don't shoot that gun. 
<laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to do too. It's like, I mean, I know I use some heavy hitters, but like for the most part, I mean, you know, they're not really that big. I mean, really only Talia and Lobo are the ones where that I probably was pushing it. The rest of them, I mean, Marionette and mine, I mean, you know, they're 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 cool. I mean, like just a continuation of their their story. Beard Hunter, nobody's using him. You know, it's like uh, and you know the thing about uh, the other thing about Suicide Squad is we're talking about the, the 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 primary characters you would use, but you can always just grab a person and pull them in if you need them to for like a particular mission. Like, oh hey, now I need uh, this guy. <laughs> as long this, as you're this, as long as you're a villain, yeah, I, you're you're fair game. This is kind of how I was picturing it. It's like like I said, I had enough for two groups, so it's like. You're off on the mission, and then you go back to the base. Back at the Suicide Squad, you know, it's like <laughs> you have drama going on there. <laughs> you have the Meanwhile, drama there. back at Suicide yeah. Squad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, if I ever get a chance to write Suicide Squad, I'm using that. Meanwhile, back at Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, do you want to move into the Marvel stuff if you're if you're done? I, I, did you have two Suicide Squad teams, or was was that it? The, the expendable ones, and then the other one. No, it's it's basically like, like like uh, it's like chess pieces. The the ones that you need to use, you use them, but you don't send them all in at once. So you got like a like a a backup. Do you, does that make sense? You got the yeah. ones you need for a certain um, whatever, and then there might be a time where you need all of them, you know, and then you'll have your drama playing out why they've got their various issues with each other because they're all going to have problem with each other. And that's part of the fun of the team is that they're not going to get along. I mean, that's the fun of a team of heroes. It's, it's definitely the fun of a part of a team of not heroes. So, To be continued as they present their idea for Marvel's Suicide Squad. 